What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Kurt and Dylan, and we're here to have a little talk about this U.S. Grand Prix weekend that I can only sum up as a roller coaster, in my opinion. There was highs, there was lows. It it was okay. It, the race was good. I did. I enjoyed the race. I was on the edge of my seat uh, for the entire race as a McLaren fan. So, yeah, but, uh, the would, rest of it. I would say it wasn't. I was expecting a chaotic weekend, and it was just kind of a suspenseful weekend. Yeah, true. Like. It was good racecraft. I was expecting safety car. I was expecting a little bit more chaos, and there really wasn't. But it was just good racing. It's a great track. Like it, it, was, it was a good time. Definitely the race on Sunday. You got to see different strategies being played out, and just the whole like which strategy is going to work, and trying to mentally run through laps in my mind and see who's gonna, if Lando's going to be able to make a one stop work, and what's going to happen with Lewis, and is Max going to be able to make up the time. And then afterwards, all this chaos about disqualifications and oh man, but uh, let's let's start with Friday. So Friday we had one practice session, which we've talked about before. I enjoy. I like the added jeopardy of that. You get ninety minutes to yeah. figure it out. If you don't figure it out, it's going to screw up your entire weekend, which we saw with the Aston Martins. We saw with the Haases, um, which we'll get into what happened with them on Sunday. But yeah, they got out there. We had. Uh, Lance Stroll, who basically got maybe two laps in <laughs> before yeah. they're like, hey, don't touch the brakes, bring it into the pits. And he sat out for the rest of it. But yeah, man, I I, I enjoy it, man. I like that one 90-minute practice session. But the Park Ferme rules, we got to see how that, you know, kind of bites people. Yeah, it, it definitely was interesting. It was a busy track on Friday for sure with everyone out there testing different setups. I mean, it, it, you know, it was nice. It was noon when it was on, so I just watched it or had it on in the office. And uh, I believe it's the McLarens they were talking about. One was running like race pace setup. The other was running like quality setup at the same time. And they flopped it halfway through. So you could kind of see and learn from that. And that was kind of interesting. And um, just a lot of busyness on the track. It was, it was, it was fun. A lot of coming back into the pits, making adjustments, going back outs. Um, and, you know, Haas looked pretty good. They did. They did. At first, you were thinking like, hey, maybe they came to play because we had Haas brought major upgrades. Uh, AlphaTauri brought major upgrades. Yep. AlphaTauri with some upgrades. Mercedes brought some upgrades. Uh, Aston Martin changed up some stuff on their car as well. So we had a lot of cars that were doing a, a new spec, which yep. is kind of kind of risky when you only get that one practice session. And like we got to see with the Haas. They came out and I think in FP1, I want to say what Matt, uh, Hulkenberg was like in the top few uh fp1 hulkenberg and magnuson was number five hulkenberg yeah that's nine there you go and so uh, you're like wow maybe these hosses <laughs> maybe they came to play um but maybe. then you know maybe and then that 90 minute practice session kind of bit them in the butt because you know they had to make some changes afterwards they're and, running too much downforce or yep, not enough downforce to... they needed more downforce and they really talked about we kind of talked about it in our preview how how rough this track is on tires um, and, and keeping them in the right window. And they were, I think it was DC or, or maybe it was Alex on, on Sunday was talking about how you actually don't really want to run DRS if you're just following someone because it, it at those high speeds down those tracks, it actually wears your tires faster if you don't have enough downforce. So he's like that DRS actually it, you're you're running a fine line if you're just following someone in DRS it's better not to have DRS to save your tires. Oh, huh. 
It's, it's a crazy track. It is. And then so we had the one practice session, and then we go straight into Grand Prix Quali, which, man, it, it's... It called uh, it called uh, about three teams out immediately. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, um, I remember at one point we had, uh, I think it was Hulkenberg, was put it in P1. Three. <laughs> or yeah, he was P1, because that's what I was texting you. I was like, are you watching this? I was like, holy crap, Haas <laughs> came to play. And then... Uh, yeah, no, not so much. And then everybody else is like, all right, you've had your fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had Nico Hulkenberg, Alonzo, Albon, Stroll, and Sargent all go out in Q1. Uh, Alonzo was a little surprising. Uh, Stroll and Sargent, not so much. Um, <laughs> but hey, kudos to the hometown hero for not crashing his car this weekend. We can at least say that. I, I will say yes. He, he did what he needed to do, I think, this weekend. <laughs> old logan sergeant there i was concerned especially looking at his pace i was like because he was uh, i want to say he wound up being uh 36 seconds behind <laughs> yeah. alex albon in the sprint i was like all right you kept it clean but you need to pick it up a little bit a <laughs> yeah. little bit all right we asked you not to crash you did that we appreciate it but uh you gotta you are racing though i don't know if you know that <laughs> this is a race um yeah alonzo it, it was definitely you know, kind of, and it, Danny was on the bubble too. I didn't know if Danny was going to make it through um, to Q2. He was number 15. He was right there on the bubble. Um, but yeah, Aston Martin and Haas kind of got called out hard. And so did Williams. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I expected Williams to be a little bit quicker uh, this weekend, but you're Me right. Too. Um, yeah, I was definitely happy to see Danny made it through to Q2. You know, first time back. At Austin, I wanted Broke to see him. seven bones in his hand. I like, had no idea it was that bad. Yeah. That's crazy to me. A fragile hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was expecting more out of Haas with this big upgrade package. I wasn't expecting them to pull a McLaren, but I was, you know, I was expecting a little bit more. And then we have Sonoda, Zhou Guan Yu, Botas, Magnuson, and Danny all go out in Q2. Both Haas is out. Both Alpha Tauri's out. Both Alpha Romeo's out. Both Astons, both Williams, is basically our bottom half of the field all went out uh, completely, minus Alpine, who squeaked it on in. Yes, they did. They were actually kind of surprising this weekend. They, they were putting up a fight. They're definitely coming more into the midfield and pulling a gap on the back markers. But, well, kind of, I say that. Ocon's got to finish a race every once in a while. Hey. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I guess it makes sense now that he has the most retirements <laughs> of anybody this entire season. Yeah. But Q3 was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it was kind of a nail biter. Who's going to be on top? Lewis was on one this weekend. And I love this Lewis Hamilton. When he has got a fire lit under him, it is so much fun. Um, the, the Ferraris were looking quick. Lando was looking quick. Piastri really, like, it was not his weekend. No, no. Uh, Piastri was was off this entire weekend. He wasn't looking super fast, but uh, it was fun. And and then you know watching Max come around on that last lap, he completely slid off at turn nineteen, and you only saw it for a fraction of a second. But I was like, he went off, and he went around, <laughs> and he went to the top of the charts, and like by you know two tenth, three tenths of a second or something. Um, and then it kind of stayed up there. And even the commentators were like, I'm pretty sure I saw him go off. Did he not go off? Like it didn't show a replay. Everyone was sitting. Then it deleted his time and he yeah. dropped all the way down to six. And it was like, okay, well, we'll that, get her on pole. 
That was one of those. I, I missed it when he went off. So I thought that was one of those super max laps because he was, I think, a yellow sector, uh, sector one. Yeah. I want to say he was, he was yellow on that one. And I was like, oh, there's no way. There's no way. And then he just like purples the entire rest of the track. But of course, you know, then he, he going off. So for me, seeing Max starting from sixth, it's like, you know, he's going to pass, right? Yeah. But now we've got lando and charlotte claire who by all accounts we thought was going to be fast yeah. um and lewis that he's going to have to fight by and so like you said seeing the lewis that we saw this weekend you knew he was not going to give it up easy and i yep. love it too he, it's like it, it's got that fire that spark back in lewis hamilton i love seeing that when he's and actually he's one of those goats like i loved he did it last year i think on the claire he's done it a couple of times where like he'll fake down the inside to get the car to move over and then he'll run it out wide and make that perfect turnaround turn one yeah and he did that again this year on the claire and it's just like he's such a good driver he is one of the goats for a reason yeah and you got to get rid of all the whininess that's very <laughs> annoying but god when he wants to drive there's it's awesome yeah he had a quote earlier this week where he was uh i forget what interview it was but he was saying that he's like i think i'm one of if not the only driver that can actually battle with max right now and it's like i'd, I'd love to see that confidence yeah i do too and it's a ton of fun so you know quality nothing too crazy um Except we have Leclerc on pole and Max in six. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Also, uh, I forgot about him. Perez was P9 behind Gasly and Ocon. Just that. Perez doing Perez things on Friday. Perez but, doing Perez things. Yeah, we'll go on to Saturday. <laughs> Let's do it. So Saturday, I'm at the track and uh, sitting at turn 12. I'm which so was, jealous. It was so cool. Uh, such a last minute thing. But Kurt and I were kind of talking about it before the podcast. Watching these cars break into turn 12 was incredible. Um, and the difference between quality and race was really cool to see, but doing, I thought the back straight was only 190 miles an hour. It wasn't until the race that I realized they were getting up to 200. I think max was max touched 200 once, um, in a pass on there, but watching them, they braked at a hundred meters in quality from 100 or 200 miles an hour to the tightest turn on the circuit, which I think is, you know, I think they still take it at like 60. But how fast that is, how fast these cars break is insane. I can imagine the sensation from being in the car and just going from that fast to a stop, like everything, like your eyes probably feel like they're going to come out of your head. Yeah, it's got to be insanity in that car. I mean, I know it says they pull like five, five and a half G's, but I don't have any frame of reference of what that feels like. But, <laughs> yeah, five doesn't uh, sound very high. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. I saw Top Gun Maverick, they did like nine. So, <laughs> so we're at the shootout. We go uh, kind of business as usual, except for Yuki. You know, Q1, we have Hulkenberg, Magnuson, Botos, Sonoda, and Sargent out, which I was happy. I was impressed. Lance Stroll made it out of Q1 for like the first time all season. I was very, you know, happy for Lance. He did. He did. Old Lance was doing all right this weekend. Uh, Yuki was out, which was kind of surprising, but otherwise both Hasses, Botas and Sargent kind of business as usual. Yuki was pissed. Yuki. I didn't know why he was so upset. I missed it. And then later I saw that he didn't make it back to the line in time to get his last lap in. Uh, but yeah, I, that kid is, or that guy is so passionate 
and just the way <laughs> like every radio message with him is 50% bleeps yes. <laughs> and I love it. It's awesome. It's so funny seeing him out of the car because you he is one of the only race car drivers that looks tiny. Like I know yeah. Fernando Alonso is only like five seven, five six. He's not crazy tall. But you don't really notice that when Fernando's walking around. Yuki gets out of the car and you're like, oh, look how small he is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have all this attitude and personalities. He's like sauntering down the you're like, that's that's funny. <laughs> um yeah, Q2, we had uh, Ricardo, Alonzo, Ocon, Stroll, and Joe go out. Uh, Stroll, not all that surprising. Alonzo going out in P12 uh, behind Danny Rick was like, okay, maybe these, you know, something's up with Aston this weekend. They are not, they are consistently not doing well at this point. Um, and I was happy to see Danny over up at P11. I was like, that's a good sign. Yeah, almost made it to Q, well, SQ, or what S-Q. are they called? It's the shootout, SS3, yeah. I don't know. He almost made it to the SQ3. third level. Uh, there you go. SQ3. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we go into SQ3, and it was really kind of just business as usual. Max Verstappen on top by not a lot. Leclerc was really close, but uh, you know, Leclerc, Lewis, Norris, Piastri, Signs, Perez, Russell, Albon, Gasly. So Albon did a whole lot better this round. Um, I, I think it's got to be a lot of confidence around this circuit. I think that's got to play a huge part. Yeah, and seeing the difference between him and Logan. Logan had a 137.1 as his fastest lap, but also they were on different tires, you know, at those points. But man, Still. 20th again. Not not looking good for Logan at this point again. No. No, I think we'll uh, we'll have a conversation about that at the end. Uh-oh. I mean, just probably just in summary for the whole time. So then we get to the sprint which was pretty awesome for being there. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't have much for notes, so I'm going to let you run it. So I think the sprint, for one, I want to start off and say, I think we've been spoiled by sprints this year. The past two sprints have been absolute bangers, like edge of the seat, awesome running, awesome races. Um, I think as far as being at the track, it was probably good that it wasn't that crazy of a sprint because when you're at the track, you don't really get to see that much, just your little section that you're at. Um, but, I was hoping yeah, the, so bad for like a lockup craziness going into turn 12, but it just never happened. Yeah. For me, the sprint this weekend was just kind of meh. Like it was, it was kind of a boring sprint. Honestly, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Walked away from everybody. Yeah. And that was one of the few notes I got was starting at lap six and on max pulls away. That was the only note that I got from there. I mean, but, it was, 19 laps long and he beat leclerc by 18 seconds yeah that was a second a lap faster than ferrari and he beat lewis by nine and a half seconds he was half a second a lap faster than mercedes i was like those are the two big things i took away from when he walked away i was like he whooped everyone so bad that sunday is going to be no contest Exactly. And that's what I took from it, too, is like this is just the precursor for what we can expect to see on Sunday. One thing I did think was very interesting about the sprint was at that start, you had Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen and Max. Like as soon as the camera cuts to behind the top of the hill, you see them looking like they're both going into the wall, like they're completely off to the left. Max just dove or drove over and and pushed Charles Leclerc. Um, So I thought that was pretty interesting. But, you know, from then you got to see a little bit of fighting with Max and Lewis, which was exciting because I love it when Max and Lewis are together on track. And you could tell that Lewis 
was kind of reinvigorated this weekend because he knew yes. that he had a fast car and he knew that he had somewhat of a chance. So it was awesome just to track. see them fighting. Oh, he for talks sure. About he's how much he uh, he's won more. Th- yeah, for sure. And then uh, starting at lap five, we got to see a pretty cool battle from Carlos and, and Lando. And, you know, those guys, they're awesome. You know, since they're such great friends, I think they always have a really good race when they're together because yeah. it's not it's not like they're doing anything dangerous or anything like that. It's just good, clean racing. Um, so that was fun. But then after that, lap five, it kind of just settled into a rhythm. Max just pulled away from everybody, and that was it. Nothing really, else, nothing else really crazy happened. You had uh, Lance Stroll DNF, which, you know, it wasn't his fault this time. He didn't crash or anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lance Stroll. And Logie oh. Bear came in last place, 71 seconds behind Max in 19 years. <laughs> it's, you know whatever <laughs> but damn that's that's bad that's that is bad. bad and on in the hosses that was one of the big things i took away is this Haas upgrade package uh, did absolutely nothing for him you didn't have to yeah. gain that much you needed to gain a couple of tenths a lap and you were going to be doing a lot better and they didn't gain anything yeah it, it was bad and i know that they talked about how you know they didn't have enough time to really dial in that setup on friday But I think they should have known coming into this that was going to be the risk the entire time. You only had a certain amount of time, so you're going to have to be on it. Um, And, you know, they wanted to do it here in America, even though it was a sprint weekend. But, you know, maybe we'll see now that they've gotten a lot of laps under them. Maybe next week in Mexico we'll see, you know, full potential of these upgrades. Or maybe these upgrades are just complete BS. And that's kind of what it's looking like for Aston's as well. Aston's upgrades this weekend did. I mean, it, it almost looks like they went backwards. Yeah, and to, well, I mean, you see that, you know, starting Sunday, they reverted uh, Fernando's car to the previous spec, the guitar spec. Yep. Um, so, yeah, their their upgrades didn't work. It looked like Mercedes was the only one whose upgrades really worked. I mean, the Alpha Towers didn't look like they gained too much either, but that Mercedes, man, oh, that was good. It was fast. And Lewis was on one this weekend. So it's it's kind of, you know, George finished eight in the sprint. He was kind of a, a, a non-talking point this weekend in that car. But I don't know if it was just Lewis's level of confidence in that car. But, and he ish- extracted more than the car should have given. Um, But in Lewis's hands, that car looked awesome. Oh, for sure. All right, so let's get on to Sunday. So starting Sunday, we find out that uh, pretty much everybody, well, the back people have all been increased four spots because we got both Haases starting from the pits because they realized their upgrades weren't working. They had to make some changes under Park Ferme. Um, and then also Aston Martin did the same thing because they've been doing so poorly. Yeah. So they decided to make some changes. And so all four of these cars are now starting from the pits. So Logan Sargent is now starting 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Best one yet. It was like, yes, here we go. You're already there. You're, you've already passed four people. All you got to do now is just hang just, on. Just stay there. <laughs> just just, just hang out right there. Um, Yeah, and, and the race gets underway. Lights out. Lando P1 out of the gate going into turn one. Oof. That was awesome. And they talk about it on this. If you're starting <laughs> first place in Coda, more times than not, you are not going to be first place by the end of the first lap. And so we saw it in the sprint with Charles Leclerc, and then we saw it on uh, the race on Sunday. So you had Lando Norris, P1, let's go, run away, you've got clear air, you know Max is coming. It's almost like you know the movie Halloween or whatever with Michael Myers. Every yeah. time you turn around, he's there, and he's getting closer and closer. So you know he's coming. But the, the big loser, I thought, was uh, Lewis Hamilton on that first turn. 
because yeah. he wound up you know i was expecting him and lando to be right there and just hopefully pull away but uh yeah he, wound he dropped up and, to p3 yeah he did and so he, he got stuck behind charlotte claire and lost out a little bit and max went up to p5 and the one thing i wanted to point out is piastri gained four places and was he up did. to p6 like yeah that didn't last very long him. no did not <laughs> and so him and ocon had a, a coming together but uh, as you know i think everyone was watching signs going into turn one um, I was kind of surprised Max took that turn one so wide. I think he could have cut in, but I think he was just playing it safe and surviving. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. He knew how dangerous that was. Yeah. So he's, and he also knows how fast he is. So he's like, you know, take it, play it safe, get through the turn, survive. let everybody else fight. Yeah. And then, and then see what we could do. And everyone pretty much did survive. I think Ocon and Piastri were the only two that made any contact, made any kind of contact, but. Yep. You know, usually turn one is a little bit of anarchy, um, which just makes it more fun. It is. I, I, I really enjoy that because you've got such a wide street right there. You yeah. see that you can use all the way, pretty much all the way over to the, the barrier on the left. So you can get four or five cars wide yeah. and then you're making that super tight 180 degree turn. So there's That's always chaos too. right there. Yeah. It's, so, you're going good luck. so steep. It's a blind turn. Like. Yeah, I bet that's that would that'd be one of those times where it might be kind of entertaining to be in last place and just watch the chaos in front of you <laughs> as all of these cars yeah. try to funnel through. <laughs> um, yeah, so after turn one, kind of, you know, Lando starts running away a little bit. He gets that gap open pretty quick. Uh, signs loses. Uh, I got turn or lap four signs losing out to Hamilton, Hamilton and Verstappen into T12. They both just kind of gobbled signs up and said deuces yeah and uh that was watching verstappen come through and seeing like where he's gonna be at because I'm, I'm watching the gap with norris and everybody else i'm watching it kind of build up and like all right verstappen just as long as carlos signs gives him some trouble and all these other people give him some trouble we need to get a barrier out there for lando and i was for the first part of this race the first half maybe even more i legitimately was on the edge of my seat just watching McLaren these lap times and trying to see. Yes, and it was like, finally, we've got a chance. Man, it was so exciting. It was fun because, like, at this point, I think when Max passed Carlos, uh, Lando's lap, you know, he, was, he only had, like, a two-and-a-half-second lead, and all of a sudden, he started gaining. He was, like, three-second, three-and-a-half-second lead. He was, I think I would have, I should have gone back and listened to the radio, but I'm sure someone was like, Max is in P3 now, and he was like, all right, time to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not hanging out anymore. Uh, and, and so that was kind of entertaining, but yeah, Max and, and Lewis was too. Lewis was all over. Uh, he was, I thought he overtook faster than Max did. Like Lewis was smelling victory. Yes, he definitely was. And then we had lap seven. You see Ocon retires and Lewis is up in P2 by then. And so now yeah. I'm watching both and I'm like, all right, Lewis and Lando, you boys better get on it right now. Y'all better get moving. Um, a little time for a little shake and bake because uh, Max is coming. He's in P three. <laughs> yeah. uh, so lap ten, Piastri retired. Um, which I thought it was entertaining. They were talking about, oh, that's going to be a really worrisome, you know, message that's going to be sent to Lando. And I think DC was like, you don't send that message to the race leader. Like, <laughs> you don't need yeah. to know nothing. Tell him to change strategy <laughs> if need be, but uh, you don't tell him that. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Oscar, Oscar's point. fine. Don't worry about Oscar. Yeah, don't worry about Oscar. 
Um, well, it was it was also because you weren't sure if it was something that was caused from the collision. Because from when they kept yeah. showing the car, you couldn't really see damage on his car. Um, kind of the same with Ocon, but then they showed a, a clip of when they actually hit, and you could see, okay, well, that, there is a damage to Ocon's side pod. But yeah, with Piastri, you're like, man, I hope that it's caused by the collision and it's not some sort of car issue that could potentially now yeah. also present itself in Lando's car. Yeah, it, it very much so. And I was kind of surprised on Ocon's, like the side pot damage wasn't anything crazy. You remember when uh, Russell and, and Max came to, you know, there's a hole in the side pod the size of a tire. Like Ocon's side pod looked like it had a little bit of a dent and some black marks on it, but it, it didn't have a gaping tire size hole. I was kind of surprised they retired it so fast. I'm sure they saw something right, in the yeah. lap times, right? But it didn't look devastating. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cars are crazy, though, man. You lose a little bit of body work and performance just tanks. So we get to lap 20. Max, everyone pits. Almost everyone went from mediums to hards, except for Max, who went medium, medium. So he he's committed to a two-stop now, which just starts all of the stress. Uh, yes. You know, they're talking to Lewis about whether he can take those tires five more laps. And he's like, I don't know, man. It's really hard out here. My <laughs> tires are, you know, falling off. And then they switch to George. Can you make these tires five more laps? He's like, yep. <laughs> he's like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but then you kind of saw, you know, Lewis went really wide into turn 11. You could tell he's starting to skate all over the place. And so they brought him in through hards on. Um, but, you know, they're talking about it and everyone's going, is a one stop possible? Like, can you yeah. do it? They, they brought in, they, were, they said the Pirelli simulators, the two-stop was faster in every simulation than a one-stop. But man, Max on those mediums was not gaining on Lando like he was, like he should have been. And so it was, ooh, man, stressful. Uh, I know a lot of, all of the strategists were racking their brains trying to figure out if they could take it another 26 or whatever laps were left at that point. I think it was, yeah, like 30 some laps at one point, which 30, uh, that would have been a, a struggle for sure. Um, but yeah, I, when they pitted, well, we had a Norris we had a car right do after that. We did. Yeah, we did. Well, and, Claire we did that, and it a struggle was a, was a good way of putting it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but when they pitted uh, Verstappen on lap 17 and then they pit Norris and you got to see, you know, like you said, Verstappen was on mediums again, Norris went on hards. And then you got to see the lap time dropping for Hamilton. And so you're looking at the, the time that it takes to, for a pit stop. And you're looking like they have yeah. to pit Hamilton right now. If they're going to, they have to do it now. And then they left him out there for like three more laps. And you just see that window closing. And Hamilton, he vented it. His voice his frustration when he came out. And he was, you know, upset about how far back he was now. And he lost that track position to uh, Verstappen. He was like, and you're then, giving uh, me a lot of gap to make up here. Yeah. And they're like, oh we're offsetting or something like that yes. <laughs> uh, okay we'll it was see what a better happens, response than it looks like you just threw it away engineers. oh my god the ferrari i i wrote it down somewhere what the ferrari engineer said who was Copy. it was it signs that asked signs asked something at one point and they were like he was like uh, more clarity oh, like how long yeah how long what lap do i need to go and he's like oh extend he's like what does that mean <laughs> and they still gave a coded message and then on the yeah, quali and, uh, quali on set on friday they were like uh lap time deleted for verstappen and leclerc was like oh my name first <laughs> like 
<laughs> and so he repeats it again. He's like, Verstappen, lap time deleted. He's like, yeah, I got it now. Like, <laughs> I wrote down, I was just like, worst engineers ever over uh, at Ferrari. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of crazy around that lap 20. Lap 23, uh, Leclerc finally comes in on a set of mediums. And so you're like, okay, those mediums went 23 laps. What can the hards do? Um, it takes all the way to lap 28 for Max to get into P1 past Lando. Um, and then Lando, uh, what did I say? I said Max P1 needs 20-second lead now. And then like three laps later, Lando's still in Max's DRS. Yes. He's like, uh-oh, this is... It, uh, it was definitely exciting. He, he was not just giving it up. And it didn't look like he was having to... Uh, like push super hard but man he stayed in his drs and even after he lost drs he stayed pretty close to him it wasn't yeah. like max was pulling away by any means it was that was stressful because it was like lando doesn't have to stay in drs range hell he he can be 10 seconds back if he can take it all the way to the end you know he's gonna win and so it, it was definitely making it stressful um I got, and then lap 34, Max's radio starts the radio messages about his brakes sucking. Yeah. Which were great entertainment. Stop oh, talking man. to me. <laughs> Don't talk to me in the braking. I think, I think, I think, uh, uh, what's the name? Jump here, GP or whatever. I think he does yeah. some of this on purpose. He's oh, just trying so. to rile him up. Like he, he knows like Max gets bored sometimes. So he's got to like poke the bear a little bit. Yeah. Well, you heard it. I even wrote it down later. He like gave a random piece of information. Like uh, he was like, Lewis, 3.6 seconds. Like, Stop talking to me. Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, so they're high five. Like, I think GP was. Yeah. GP, GP's on the pit wall. He's like, hey, hey, Christian, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> How's Max doing? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Lewis, three points. So then I wrote this down. Uh, so lap 35, Lando pits and everything goes out the door that we're stressed about. Yep. Like throws on another ses- set of fresh hards. Um, and it was like, okay, you know, Max comes in the next lap pits to cover off and, 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 you know, comes out in front of Lando and it's like, okay, I think this is all good, but we still got Lewis out front. You know, can he make a one stop work? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that um, when that series of pit stop happened, that was when kind of my anxiety was just kind of went down because it's like, man, now they're on he's in front, Max is in front. They're kind of they're both on the same tires now. Max is just going to pull away. There goes the race, the chance of a race win. Um, but I mean again, he started to pull away, but he wasn't pulling away like we're used to seeing Max pull away. No. And like you said, we still had Lewis out there. It was like, all right, well, now I'm, Lando's not going to win. So now I switch over to Lewis. Like, all right, Lewis, come on, let's do this. Yeah. Can um, you extend it? Yeah. It was a lot of like the, the different strategies and seeing it play out was super exciting for me for this race. It was. Everyone was like, who is the net leader? Is it Lewis? Is it Max? Like, who's, I don't know where anybody is right now. Yeah. Um, I did laugh at like lap 38. I wrote Perez pits from P2. Where did he come from? <laughs> I didn't realize Perez was even sitting in P2. <laughs> I noticed also on lap 32, I'm watching because I, I keep looking at Rick or uh, Danny trying to see what he's doing. And he gets passed by uh, Hulkenberg. 
Yeah. And then he's got, I think Sergeant is coming up on Danny at this point. And I'm looking at him. I couldn't figure out. I was like, I think he's still on his, his, he's had his one stop. I don't think he's done another stop. I think they're trying to do a two or a one stop for Danny. And he's just, just kept falling. It's like, once I saw Sergeant yeah. was starting to battle with him, I was like, oh, they got to do something about this. And they threw him on softs, and at that, I think it was just development at that point. I was watching where yeah. Danny was too, and it was like, yeah, this is just kind of a development lap. I well, think. they afterwards he mentioned he had damage, and they weren't sure where it came from, and I, I didn't see any anywhere where the damage could. I'd came say from. that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, we had damage definitely, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't seen anything else on it. So then we got lap thirty nine. Lewis pits and throws on a new set of mediums, and you're like, here we go, because now we're thinking like. Well, what was that? Uh, Singapore, when him and Russell both pitted, and now they're yep. just flying through the pack because they had better tires. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, Hamilton, it's hammer time. And I was just thinking the whole time. I was like, why don't you say it, Bono? Just say, yeah. just tell him Hamilton, hammer time, and he'll go. Come on, do it. So like, just say it. the words. <laughs> I did like they were uh, definitely thrown in there. They were talking on there. He was like, man, I don't, you know, being typical Lewis, guessing if he can do it or not. And uh, his engineer was like, uh, definitely you know, forecasting P2, maybe even a win. Yeah. You know, like just kind of threw it in there and everyone was like, all right, no, not, not no. But, uh, you know, get, throw it in there for fun. So why not? Like, <laughs> that was my, that was my note for that one. I was like, just say hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe the win. Okay. Lewis hammer time. Let's go. Uh, I was laughing at lap 45, Leclerc's radio, plan C or D. I was like, how is it that Ferrari's <laughs> always way down on their plans? How? And why is there so many plans? <laughs> like, you're all just plan for three, right? Just give three plans. You don't need to plan out the entire alphabet here. You know, McLaren was talking A or B the whole time. I think they mentioned yeah. a C at one point, but why is it that Ferrari is always down on like, are we on plan M or P? <laughs> they're like, I don't remember which one that is. <laughs> it's like these, it's like the Ferrari drivers need to have like that, uh, that QB sleeve <laughs> where yeah. it's got the, the plays written on it. It's like, what are we on a plan F plus five? Like, okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is like, I get the need for encryption, but when you're, there's at a certain point where everyone already knows what you're doing. Like you right. could just kind of at one point be like, uh, what do you think? Two or three stopper here. What do you feel? Mediums or hards? What do you think will last longer? Like, yeah. I don't, at a certain point, it's like, why so much encryption? It's not that deep. Y'all aren't that good. So <laughs> yeah. like, you're fighting for like sixth or seventh right now. Just yeah. say something. Um, 46 max radio again. Please. No talking breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Lap 48, 49, we have Lewis versus Lando. Yes. This is where I stopped taking notes because I'm, again, on the very edge of my seat watching this, trying to see, can Lewis make this happen? Because you know he's going to get, he's going to pass Lando. So even as a McLaren fan, yeah. I'm like, all right, you got to get by Lando quick. And that way you can, you know, go up. But we got to see with that battle, as him and Lando are fighting, you're just watching Max increase that gap. Cause it's yep. slowing both of them down. If he would have got by Lando a lot quicker, they would have had a lot better chance at the end, but you know, it is what it is. Lando didn't want to give up that P2. And I don't blame him, but man, towards the end of the race, we'll talk. The only other notes I have is the Alonzo rear suspension failure. And then he, and then he retired. And that was the last of my notes, but Lewis started eating up that gap to max. Like, I don't know if Max's tires were giving out, if he was having so much issues with those brakes that he wasn't confident. Like, I don't know what it was, but Lewis was 
moving towards him. And I was like, okay, catching him and passing him are two different things. But here we go. It's also because a lot of times you'll see at the end of the race, like somebody might be taking a little bit of time out of Max. And you're like, well, Max, he's not pushing. He doesn't need to push right now. But I think he was pushing right there. He had to because Lewis was taking up so much time. It was going to come down to the end. So I don't think Max was able to relax like he normally does. So I think that was actually what Max had at that point in that car. And so, man, all we needed was another one, maybe two laps. Or looking back at the looking at the Mercedes pit stops, they had a 3.4 and a 3.5, I think, pit stop for, or for Lewis. So if those yep. pit stops were quicker, they also could have made up the difference. Or, you know, if they didn't get their car disqualified, that's another conversation. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> but, didn't know that yet. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And especially, I think it was on lap 55. He took like a full second out and almost got to DRS range. It was like, holy crap. Like, I don't yes. know what's going on, but he's going to, he's not going to do it. He's going to run out of laps, but uh oh. Wow. Made it super exciting. And I know for Lewis, he was probably smiling the whole time, too. Max, I think, was legitimately stressing. For yep. once. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, man. What a great ending. What a great ending. And I was cracking up. Uh, there's definitely no love loss between those two. In the cool-down room, in the Max Verstappen podcast, those two like don't even make eye contact. Yeah. I, I think like, Lewis makes a little bit more effort than Max does, but Max like just ignores him. It's just like two people that kind of have to play nice, uh, yeah. but uh, they're not hanging out on the weekends. They're not texting each other or anything like that. Like, no. there's definitely no love lost there. Uh, and I think it's probably more fun to be Lewis and be a seven-time world champion, be arguably one of the goats, the only one that you know sent, he spoken with Cinna and Schumacher and Lewis, right? Like, right. Um. Then I know there's a chip on his shoulder from 2021, which is well deserved, but otherwise. Lewis is light years still ahead of Max when it comes to statistics of who is the greatest. Like Max is on one right now, but you ain't Lewis Hamilton yet. True. That's true. It's a long way to go. And a lot of things have to go right to get there. Yeah, very much so. So a couple of after thoughts. Uh, Ferrari tire dig, as per usual, was kind of their the bane of their existence. I'm so surprised they took Leclerc on a one-stopper. When every single simulation said a two-stop was faster, you have a car that sucks at managing its tires, and you go with a one-stopper from pole? He got left out and was not performing at all towards, like, in the last third of that race, basically. Yeah. It was was bad. Um, There's no safety car. We had three retirements and no safety car. I was quite surprised. Yeah. And normally there is a safety car. Yep. Heroes and Zeros. Let's do it. Who do you have for your zeros? (laughs) Okay. My zeros, which I just turned my page and lost. Here we go. (laughs) All right. So my zero, my first zero, I'm going to go with Aston Martin. We had a stroll uh, issue with the brakes on Friday. We had a stroll DNF on Saturday from the sprint. And we had an Alonzo DNF from the race on Sunday. And they had to go back, start from the pit lane because they changed up their cars. So Aston Martin was just not, it was not a good weekend for them as a team. So they're definitely my first zero. My other zero, I have a combo zero on this one. Oscar Piastri and 
Uh, so Esteban Ocon <laughs> for their meeting of the minds on turn or lap one. That was just, I mean, it, it was, it was a racing incident. It didn't look like it was either one of theirs fault more than the other, but I mean, they took them both out of the race. Oscar had, you saw what Lando did, arguably one of the better cars, I mean, at least one yep. of the top three fastest cars on the track. Um, but he was off all weekend, honestly. He was. And Ocon, I mean, the Alpine looked like it was a decent car this weekend. So Ocon had a, a chance to score some decent points. Didn't happen. Yeah. So I got those two. And my last zero, I'm going to go with the stewards on this one. I don't understand. I, I, I don't know how this works. I've been trying to read into it, right? And so, again, this, is, this all has to do with the two disqualifications. Charles Leclerc, Lewis Hamilton were both disqualified after the fact because the stewards checked four cars. From all accounts, they only checked four cars. Max, Lewis, Lando, and Charles Leclerc. So they skipped yep. over Carlos Sainz. Or what, you know. Anyways, so they checked four cars, and it was found that the wood plank underneath the car was too thin. It was outside of the threshold, meaning that their ride height was too low. Um, I don't understand what the regulation is for this, but why only those four cars? I think that's my point too, because I agree on that. I don't know what the reg. I know that there's a wood plank under there that has to, you know, be a minimum spec, so you're not running the car too low. But why those four cars? Exactly. If, gonna, and, if we're going to test cars, you test every one of them. Right, and the and the way I look at it is, and maybe this is, you know, from an old job I had. I, I was a, in quality assurance, and we would check the product, and if we had a fifty percent failure rate, we would then expand our check and check more products. So if they ended if they ended up going and doing that, check eight cars. If that goes and you got another fifty percent, check every car on the grid. I think that shows a different issue, right? Because I'm yeah. sure that those aren't the only two people that were out of spec. So my issue with them is it seems like that doesn't seem like a random check for one. If they're going to check the top three and then Charlotte Claire, and why only four? So for that reason, I say the stewards are my other zero. I totally agree. And that gives, you know, Perez a little bit of breathing room because Lewis is breathing down his necks in the driver championship. Yeah, it was another exactly. 15 points eaten out of his, uh, not 15. I'm sorry. It was another what eight points taken away from that lead that Sergio has. This is a big hit for Lewis in the driver championship. I exactly. Think. I, yeah. Yeah. It made, um, it made his P2 a lot more difficult. So we almost have identical stuff for similar reasons. Aston Martin, you know, for all of the stuff you said. Also, it's getting to the point with Stroll that, like, I think Aston Martin is losing fans. It's losing market share. It's the business is going down because of how bad the optics are on how much of an issue Lance Stroll is. Um, and it's getting to a, a business point where it's like it's literally bad for business right now. Um, when yeah, is someone going to do something on about? multiple fronts? on like, multiple fronts uh yeah and i definitely so agree a bad weekend for them in general and it, it just continues to highlight you know ain't nobody going into the shops and buying aston martin shirts right now like <laughs> and if you do hard. it's not it's not a lance stroll shirt no Ocon, for the reasons you said not to mention him having the stat of most retirements of anyone in the season bad <laughs> Um, before the Stewarts, because uh, I threw that on there last, I, I threw Haas in there for bringing such a big upgrade package and having no improvement whatsoever. It's just like, eesh. yeah, eesh. it doesn't look um, good. But then, yeah, finally, uh, you know, my asterisk fourth one, the Stewarts. 
And just the Stewarts in general, like they were bringing up the whole, do we give more penalty to Lewis because he's a role model? We gave no penalty to Lance Stroll for shoving his personal trainer. We get, you know, we're upping the maximum penalty amount to a million dollars, which a whole bunch of drivers came out and they were like, we don't even make that much short of like the top five that would just bankrupt any other driver. Like what the hell's the point of that? Like the Stewarts Uh, are so subjective, so all over the place. You only pick four teams. Like I don't get it. Yeah. Well, why was Leclerc chosen and not Signs? Signs was in fourth place. Leclerc was right. in sixth. Yeah, like, Leclerc was losing to getting passed by everybody. A couple more laps, he would have dropped even more places. Like he wasn't hurting nobody. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just the stewards have just been awful this season. I think more than usual. Yeah. Um. All right, heroes. All right. Why don't you go start off with the heroes? Got to give it to Lewis, man. What an awesome weekend. Lewis and Mercedes for that upgrade, for that competition. Like, good for them. It was fun to see this form of Lewis. Um, Lando, obviously all the same reasons. Man, what a weekend for Lando. He met, he led more laps this race than McLaren as a whole did combined the entire previous uh, part of the season. So huge kudos to Lando. That was awesome. Um, and I didn't really have a third one. I have I, I, <laughs> nothing else really kind of stood out. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I had the same two, Lewis and Lando, and I struggled on the third. But <laughs> I, when you said that about Lando, I would venture to say, I haven't looked at the stats, but I'd venture to say he led more laps than McLaren has led in multiple seasons, probably. Probably. It's probably been a while, yeah. But Probably uh, since Monza with Dean. Monza, yep. True. Uh, so... Lewis and Lando, same reasons. My third and probably most controversial uh, hero, I would say Logan Stay Sargent, nice. man. <laughs> Logan Sargent. <laughs> and I was trying to look for ways to justify it. And the more information I looked at, the less justification I had. But <laughs> I'm still going to leave it, right? Because he scored points. And what's the stat? The first U.S. driver to score points on American soil in like 30 years or something like yeah. that. Granted, there's a huge double asterisk next to him scoring points because he wasn't there on pace. He scored off of a disqualification, which if his car was checked, who knows? He might have been disqualified too. But yeah. he got his first points. He finished after the penalties were assessed to, to uh, Albon. He finished like less than a second behind Albon, one place behind Albon. Granted, Albon had a five-second penalty, so yeah. take that for what, whatever. But he's still one place behind Albon. By all accounts, all he has to do is stay close to his teammate, which he did in the race. He didn't do in the sprint where he was 30 seconds behind him. Uh, in quali, he was only half a second behind Albon. Sprint shootout, he was quite a bit behind only Albon. Only half a second. <laughs> Look, I was told you, I tried to justify it. And the more I did, the worse it looked. But I'm leaving <laughs> it there. <laughs> Logan Sargent, he's a hero this weekend. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That would not, not hold up in court. Next year. <laughs> I, I'm really kind of rooting for him. I want to see him stick around, but it's not looking good. I don't, I don't even know that I can root for him at this point. <laughs> it's just not. It's. Um, oh, I, I'll throw an honorable mention in there. Yuki Sonoda got fastest lap. He did. He did. He took it from Danny. He did. Kind of a dick move, so, but whatever. I know, Fine. right? <laughs> Hey, Danny right. wasn't in the points, so Yuki was at least in the points. Yes. And and Alpha Tower needs all the help it can get. Yeah, right. Uh all right. Let us do predictions. 
I don't think I did well this weekend. I think I did all right. Um, Sprint. I had Max on pole. As did I. So there we go. Uh, P3, I had Hamilton. It was Leclerc. I had Hamilton as well. I think we had the same. P2, I had Norris. It was Lewis. Yep. And P1, Max got points. Hey, okay. My I wild card. The exact was, same as you. So go ahead. Yeah, you did. My wild card was Danny Rick over Yuki. Got it. Danny came in 12th. Yuki was in 14th. I got oh, three points. Did. Good job on the sprint alone. You know what? I think we should do our points for the sprint, just like Formula One. These are half points. Half at points. Least. <laughs> so I got one and a half points. No, we'll keep it. We'll do that next year. All right. So my wild card for the sprint was a massive failure. I said Logan Sargent would be in the points. So eighth place or higher. I don't know what made me say that. It was a lapse in judgment and I didn't get any points for it. No. Uh, yeah. I remember saying it's a bold move. Bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the GP. I think we both had Max on pole. We did. Which we yeah. were almost right. He didn't he, go, go. He failed us. 19, whatever. But Leclerc. But uh, I had P3. I had Landon Norris. P3. Oh, I don't know if you get that or not. I think I, get I, I don't... finished first, second. Thing, right? <laughs> I got, I'm going to get the whole thing here. I got all of them. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'll give it to you because of my P2. But I had P3. I had Charles Leclerc. I got Norris. P2. I had Lewis. As did I. And P1 Max. I, I guess we both get that because he was finished in P2. Yep. And I had Norris for P1. You had Max. So, so I got four points you or got, three points there. Damn, you got a big haul this weekend. Yeah, that's six points. My wild card was a Ferrari DNF, which almost happened. If they'd left Leclerc. Well, I mean, is a DQ a DNF? <laughs> no. No. Because <laughs> he finished. So mine <laughs> was a Red Bull mechanical issue that would keep Max off of the podium and it he had an issue but it didn't keep him off the podium yeah he still won though so well good weekend not as good it as was. it could have been but it, it was, was a, yeah it, it was, was a good weekend i really enjoyed the race uh, the rest of it yeah. i could have done without but that race man was awesome to me uh we have just a couple short days and then we're gonna have the mexican grand prix which traditionally is kind of a boring race um yeah but i mean it's had some really exciting ones uh but yeah it's and i'm so happy it's not sprint weekend i'm, yes. I'm quite quite it's a lot we, we get one week break and then we got another sprint in brazil yeah but we've got this weekend going down to mexico sergio perez has high hopes of being the first mexican driver to win in on mexican soil yeah he's got high hopes but I, probably not uh not I, high chances i think he'll do pretty well i think sergio's on the a slight come up maybe and we'll see if the rumors are true or not uh about his retirement i don't think it seems very plausible anymore but we'll see what happens this weekend um yeah so if you like this podcast make sure you leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend and we'll be back in a couple days for that mexican gp prediction we don't want to go too much into that right now i got some more research to do that's right. But uh, I think that's it. Dylan, you got anything else for this one? That's all I got. All right. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.